episode of Faith Beats is brought to you by First Presbyterian Church of Ann Arbor, Michigan, where we aim to make God's love visible. Welcome to Faith Beats, a podcast from First Presbyterian Church in Ann Arbor, Michigan. I'm one of the co-hosts, Reverend Mark Mares, And I am your other co-host, Reverend Kayla Johnson. Faith Beats is a podcast about the questions of life and rhythms of faith, community, and imagination through the narrative lens of storytelling, arts, and spiritual practices. New releases drop on the second and fourth Friday of each month. Each episode will use a different medium to take a unique approach to exploring how faith intersects our lives. And today, we're actually diving into a conversation about spiritual practices. That's right, Kayla. This Lent, several groups here in our church have been engaging in spiritual practices. We've had to give up a lot over the last year, so we wanted to approach Lent by taking on some spiritual practices, creating time for new rhythms that in our busyness give us a pause moments of rest. You know, spiritual practices, in many ways, uh, similar to spiritual formation, are vital to our Christian faith. They Mm -hmm. uh, help form us, help form our hearts, because our hearts are always being formed by something. And if we live with a nonstop noise and busyness and rush moving from one thing to another, these things move inside of us. They become our inner experience And then we become fragmented, restless, frustrated, impatient, exhausted. So spiritual practices, spiritual formation helps to reshape, reform us. And so Kayla, throughout this Lenten season, have you engaged in any spiritual practices? I have. I have. So I have been doing two types of spiritual practices this Lenten season. The first of which I'm very excited to talk about because it is uh, spending time with God each day doing a devotional. And the devotional I chose this year is actually taking a look at old black hymns. And so it gives you a chance to experience some of those written words that are written by a group of people that one, probably couldn't read at the time that they made them. And two, use them to communicate in different ways that people, you know, haven't really figured out. And so that's great. Is that is that written by Luke Powery? Yes, it is. Uh, I, you know, I engaged in that a little bit uh, last Lent, actually. Mm-hmm. Or no, no, it was two Lent's ago. But yeah, time yeah. is weird. It's, it's a good book. I mean, it's called Were You There? It's a great to read. Um, and it's not written in a way that you have to read music or anything like that. Um, you're just kind of looking at the words that are on paper and just kind of experiencing them with scripture. And so that has been good for me to read most days. I'm not going <laughs> not gonna to say every day, but most days. Um, and the second has been fasting. Um, so mm. I've engaged in different practices of fasting. And the one that's the funnest of all things is giving up sweets for 40 days, if that <laughs> would be fun in any way at all. But it's not. <laughs> but if you do it, more power to you. I've made it thus far, and I will make it through. That's, that's all I'm a, That's all impressive. About. That's impressive. You know, I, I just had an operation. I'm not supposed to have, you know, any fatty <laughs> foods. And, you know, I actually had some candy this see, weekend, so see? it's a little rough. Mm-hmm. That So, you know, fasting is something that in, in my faith tradition growing up, we did pretty regularly. But to be honest, I'm not very good at it now. And I, I don't I, – mm. I, I would like to do a little bit more – I'd love to take on that practice a little bit more. Um, I think it's a it's an important practice. I'm curious, like, what do you find? Um, you know, 
what is it about fasting that uh, speaks to you in this in this particular season? I don't think it speaks to me at all. You know, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> there's no speaking that's happening. But what it does is it changes our understanding of what we've decided to do. Mm. Because when you sacrifice something on purpose, it's it changes the way you think about it. Wow. Like if you sacrifice something because you can't do it or can't afford it, like you just like, well, this is not going to happen. But when you do that on purpose, every time it comes up in your mind, you're like, <laughs> you know, I could break this right now. But it would mean a whole lot more for me to break this than it does for me to succeed because you're you're giving yourself a chance to put those pieces together and allow yourself to be dependent on something else. And so I've been (laughs) trying to figure out how to make myself understand that most days, but it has been helpful when I think about how much I'm dependent on so many things that are, you know, insignificant and small and even some sometimes when you think about food security it's a big deal but for some of us who have more access to food than we need it can begin to become something that's no longer you know a part of the routine it's just oh i have it i can i can do it yeah that that's simple but when you have to sacrifice it's, it's a different mindset there's a key word phrase you said you said pay attention when we pay attention to what we put inside of us and uh, I think that's a key phrase that I'm going to actually, I need to sit with for a little bit because I think that's, you know, at the heart of what mm-hmm. spiritual formation is, right? Paying attention oh, yeah. to not only what we put inside of us, but, but also what is forming us. And I love that. I love that image um, because, you know, I think, you know, spiritual formation and, or, you know, and spiritual practices as sort of a way of attending to our formation um, are vital to to noticing, you know, what what it is that is capturing us, what it is that's you know taking on capturing our hearts. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, in in today's world, you know, how many times do you hear, you know, some you know as a pastor, how many times do you hear people talk about how busy they are? <laughs> every day, every moment of all days, especially when you ask them for a favor or ask them to help you do something, they go, "Well, I'm busy, <laughs> but I can I can schedule that." And so it's, we'll find it's the awesome. time. We're gonna, we need to we need to put that on the calendar. Mm-hmm. I know I use that sometimes. All right, so don't think you're gonna get out of this this <laughs> question of your spiritual practices. So, Mark, yes. what have you been doing during this Lenten season? Well, this Lenten season, one of the things I've been trying to do is spend a little bit more time writing. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, I'm not. I haven't been as as good as I, I hoped to be when I started, but. Uh, I have been pretty good at keeping up my journal and that's uh, a spiritual practice of writing a journal. Uh, It's been something that, you know, have you ever done something and like you love it and you find (laughs) life in it, but yet it's, you can't make it work. Yeah. It's still hard to do. It's still hard to like, (laughs) and it's like, why, why it's so rewarding and that's one of those things. That's one of those things that's been, uh, but it's been, it's been life giving when I do spend time. And usually the way I've been approaching it has been to uh, read a reflection. Uh, it, it's similar to like a devotional. Uh, I have a little book uh, mm-hmm. from uh, what's well, it's using. It's kind of designed around the work of uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Oh. Um, and so what it does is it has a scripture passage and then it has a sort of, it's not really like a quote. It's, it's kind of like a section, uh, a little, a little snapshot of of some of his thinking. Um, 
and then you know there's a few prompts usually i don't really pay attention to the prompts because i have my own things that are stirring you know from reading those oh, and yeah, yeah. and really i just let it flow but i initially started out trying to write like i was writing for an audience and that's kind of shifted to i'm just writing for myself and that's and that i think has been uh pretty rewarding for me and 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 uh helping me to create space to notice what's stirring inside of me um mm-hmm. what it is that's moving within me um so yeah that's that's one thing uh in terms i, I haven't i didn't do any fasting this year i mean you're giving up enough after i know <laughs> so i wouldn't i wouldn't we keep, we'll hold on to that for next year yeah some of our time together to lead a spiritual practice with you. We'll be leading a guided meditation that is actually written by one of my friends, the Reverend Marcy Rudins. Uh, she's a pastor serving in upstate New York, a good friend of mine, and she has a gift. Uh, she has many gifts, but she has a, a gift of putting together some uh, meditations uh, like the one we're going to use today. And my hope is that we'll be able to actually have her as a guest on the show in a future episode as well. I think that's a great idea. But now, we're whether you're driving in a car, picking up the kids, riding a bike, although I'm not sure you would have on headphones and riding a bike, that's a bad combination. <laughs> Maybe you're doing some chores around the house or just sitting in the sun. We want to invite you to take the moment and find some space to breathe deeply. Meditations create space for us to respond deeper to God's personal invitation to go deeper into God's love and God's life. Our hope today is that this could be a space for you to slow down, to pause and move away from the busyness of life. It's only with the inner stillness and inner quiet that we will be able to listen to God's spirit beckoning us. So we're going to read a passage from Luke's gospel in chapter 12, starting with verse 22 and ending with 31. And then we're going to lead you through a guided meditation. Think of this as an opportunity to listen to the Spirit's voice. So hear these words from the Gospel of Luke. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore, I say to you, don't worry about your life, what you eat, or about your body, what you will wear. There is more to life than food and more to the body than clothing. Consider the ravens. They neither plant nor harvest. They have no silo or barn. Yet God feeds them. You are worth so much more than birds. Who among you by worrying can add a single moment to your life? If you can't do such a small thing, why worry about the rest? Notice how the lilies grow. They do not wear themselves out with work, and they do not spin cloth. But I say to you that even Solomon, 
in all his splendor wasn't dressed like one of these. If God dresses grass in the field so beautifully, even though it's alive today and tomorrow it's thrown into the furnace, how much more will God do for you? You people of weak faith, don't chase after what you will eat and what you will drink. Stop worrying. All the nations of the world long for these things. Your father knows that you need them. Instead, desire his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. So, we invite you to get into a comfortable position, allowing your muscles to relax. Feel the air that fills your lungs. Now notice your breath. Don't try to change it or deepen it. Simply stay with this awareness and breathe in and breathe out. As you continue to breathe, recall that all creatures everywhere breathe this air. Envision sitting with God. You hear God remind you that you are wonderfully made and are very good. Rest in this goodness.
you then hear God remind you that all of the trees, the birds, the fish, and all of creation is perfectly created as well and is good. Rest in this goodness. All of creation is good and worthy of love. You hear God invites you to love creation as your neighbor. Receive this invitation. wonder with God what that might look like. You hear God say, thank you. And you say thank you to God. Rest in the thankfulness of all creation. Rest in the goodness of all life. Rest. Amen. Well, we hope that you've had a chance today to sit in this stillness, to breathe in the goodness that is and breathe out all that distracts. Well, that's our time for today. And we hope that you will join us for the next episode of Faith Beats, which will drop in two weeks. I'm the Reverend Mark Mattis. And I'm the Reverend Kayla Johnson. And we want to thank you for listening to us and with us. 
Be sure to visit our website, faithbeats.com, for links and other notes and tell your friends all about what we're doing here. Be sure to subscribe. We hope you join us again. Peace.